Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses filters, frames, and blind spots. Welcome. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about what I'm calling filters, frames, and blind spots. One aspect of mind training or meditation practice is learning to see more clearly, to be more sophisticated about the way we perceive our world and the ways in which that perception is distorted. In Buddhist psychology, there's a lot of exploration of the process of perception. And you might think, well, that sounds a little esoteric. But in fact, the way we perceive and the way we misperceive has a tremendous effect and consequences. In grade school, I think a lot of us are taught an oversimplified view of what it means to have a sense perception, for instance. I remember little diagrams from school where they showed your eyeball and an object in front of the eyeball, and it comes into the eyeball, it comes into your brain upside down, and somehow you flip it up the right way, and then you've seen it. There's an object there, and there's the eyeball and the brain, and a boom, just like that, a perception. Bing, bing, bing. That kind of image gives the kind of the illusion that we actually see what's out there. But do we? You might say, I saw an apple. But of course, you never just see an apple. An apple is somewhere, sitting on a table, hanging on a tree, in someone's hand. You never just see an apple. You see a whole thing. And you choose to say, I saw an apple. You could say, I saw a table. Or I saw a hand. I saw a tree. Of course, you saw all of that. All of that came into your little eyeball, and you just decided to say, I saw an apple. You made a choice. That's an example of a simple kind of filter that's natural. We do it all the time. Our eye doesn't see an apple. We see an apple. And that's something that becomes noticeable as you actually look at yourself in the process of perceiving anything. Another way of looking at our perception of that apple, our tendency to think that we see the whole thing. We see the whole picture. But we don't. We don't have wraparound vision. We see the front of an apple, or whichever side of the apple happens to be in our direction. And on top of that, you don't really see an apple at all, really. You just see a red thing among many things in your line of vision. And you decide to say you saw this apple. Could be something else. Looks like an apple, but you're pretty sure it's an apple. But the process of perception is not at all mechanical like the uh, little science diagram of the eyeball and the object and the brain. Other obvious filters, and one of the most obvious filters, is that what we perceive, we perceive through our particular senses. We only have a few of them. We may extend our few senses through complex instrumentation, microscopes and telescopes and all sorts of things, But if you think about it, our particular senses of sight, smell, hearing, etc., it's like having just a few radio stations. And we can pick up things on those radio stations, but there may be all sorts of stations. We have no clue what's playing on those stations. We don't have those stations. Likewise, lots of stuff is happening that we actually don't perceive. Maybe. We don't know because we don't perceive them. And we assume that what we do perceive is what is happening. Our little world of our little senses through our little body, that creates a certain kind of reality. So that's a a little bit of sense of filtering, like we filter things. 
In short, whenever you decide you're seeing one thing, you're not seeing many more things. By seeing one thing, you're not seeing everything else. In order to see, in fact, you have to not see. So filtering of all sorts of kinds take place all the time in the smallest and the most large-scale perceptions of any of our senses. So in addition to filtering, we engage in what I'm calling framing. We place things within a particular frame, a frame of assumptions, a frame of agendas, biases, and prejudices. Simple associations are memories. If you stumble upon some kind of interaction taking place and you don't exactly know what's going on, framing means you you make something up. Try to make it make sense in terms of your own memory, experience, and background, etc. If we can't place something in one of our frameworks, we get pretty uneasy pretty quickly. This can lead to a lot of misunderstanding, and it's a real challenge for archaeologists or anthropologists, for instance, to try to figure out what's going on in a different culture and not having the framework that can make sense of things. You can see this this kind of thing in uh, interactions of people who have very different frameworks approaching the same situation and see entirely different things because of that. As a very simple example, a friend of mine was talking about tradition in some cultures of the male walking in front of the female and they're walking through the woods. One frame, you could say just another example of male dominance and chauvinism. From another framework, it's protecting, serving a protective role in encountering unexpected animals, wild animals, and enemy. So we all carry these frameworks to help us make sense of the world. But we don't often recognize that's what we're doing. We just think we're seeing things. And finally, of this triple trio of distortion are blind spots. Blind spots go further than filters or, or framing. Blind spots are where we just don't see things at all. And we don't realize we don't see them. We're so deluded, so we often think we just see so much more than we actually do. These blind spots are not always noticeable, but sometimes we'll be in a group where it's clear that others are seeing something It's easy for them to see, and we just don't see it at all. We don't perceive it at all. I want to say in this discussion, I'm talking about seeing, but I refer to any perception, such as hearing, smelling, tasting, etc. One obvious point of trying to be more inquisitive and clear about these kind of filters, frames, and blind spots is not to beat us up that we have them. We all have them. The point is to see for yourself how this operates in your own perception. At the very least, it can help us develop a little humility. As we look into patterns of perception and misperception, we can see how many big troubles start out just on a simple level of how we first see things. By recognizing and seeing through such patterns in ourselves and one another, there's a chance that our perceptions might begin to be a bit more free and open. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.